Hello everyone, it's the hardcore legend Mick Foley wishing a nice day to everyone there, right there, at True Heel Heat. Yeah! <laughs> What's up, True Heel Heat? True Heel Heat. What's up? Hello, hello, hello. It is me. It is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3. We are live on the True Hill Heat YouTube and Facebook for NJPW Destruction in Kobe 2023 review discussing the show from yesterday morning or two nights ago, however you want to call it, uh, from Kobe one of the big events from New Japan Pro Wrestling. So you know who we got with us this time. It is the MC for the past, present, and future of New Japan Pro Wrestling here on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. It's your boy, Jay News. Finally out of retirement, hiatus, sabbatical. I had people commenting on the preview like, where's Jay News? There you go. Here he is. Listen, listen, man. You know, things become a little trying, a little difficult. Uh, at times with scheduling and then over the weekend heartbreak just it just sat with me it just sat with me so you know when you hit me up and you said man I need you a part of the review and then when I watch the show it's like there's so much to say but I don't know where to start <laughs> um but I'll I'll lead off with this good morning good afternoon and good evening ladies and gentlemen this is good brother Jay news and I'm back at it again here true heel heat yes I am back new Japan is back Folks, what the hell happened yesterday is all I want to say. Um, I got to start there. But enough of the intro stuff for me. SP3, please introduce our our other guest. Well, not even a guest at this point. She's a a regular here on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. When we're talking about NJPW, New Japan Pro Wrestling, you know her from her own channel, Sanal's Life. You know her as a co-host over on Ace Techers on Wrestling. And you know her as the saddest person in the world that Uncle Nobu has crossed over to the dark side. It is Sanal. How are you doing? I mean... It's, it's heartbreaking because, you know, we went through so much and so much has happened. And then Uncle Nobu, he, he betrayed his best, he betrayed his best friend Taichi, you know, Doki. He was mentoring Doki. What are we going to have? Is it going to be Doki and Taka in Junior Tag League? Because he's not getting no title with that, is he? It's a heartbreaking time. Sorry, guys. If you see me getting emotional, you should have seen me on social media during the show. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. She literally put out a tweet that said, I don't know if I'll be on the True Hill Heat podcast. because It, it hit me that much. I remember I was watching it. And next thing I was like, I was like screaming. I was like, what's wrong? I was like, I'm going to just broken my heart. How much can New Japan break? Gator, how much can you break my heart? Um, break my heart. <laughs> my God. <laughs> <laughs> We're literally four minutes in and SP3C, you know it's going to be a good episode today. Yep, that's 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 right. So, so is is the tagline true? Sp three, can you cut a promo in Japanese? <laughs> I I mean I mean I'm trying. I'm 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 looking it up. Sanal Sanal's gonna help me. She's gonna help me because she understood most of the promo. So so there you go. I, you know what? I was buzzing so because like I've been learning Japanese on and off. But I've started doing proper classes, 
<laughs> and like I try and like get the Japanese what they're saying and stuff. But what I love is that because obviously Zach and Osprey's Japanese, it's like especially Zach's has improved. Yes. But it's to the extent that I can understand. I was like, you know what? This is a first step. Like the fact that I knew it all, and I was like, yeah, Chris Charlton, I was getting out before you. I was like, don't need Chris Charlton anymore. <laughs> no, no, you know, they get, Kevin Kelly's not going to be here after Wrestle Kingdom. So, you know, I am being you need some, you need some female commentators, New Japan. Sanal's right here. You know, I can, I can work, I can do my day job from Japan. And then in the evenings I can do New Japan, you know, it works perfectly. And Korea is just like a few hours away. So I can double work, you know. There you go. There we go. We're politicking here. Mm -hmm. Got a politic here. Uh, but yes, we're going to talk about NJPW Destruction in Kobe 2023. We want to thank everyone who is joining us live, everyone who is joining us on demand. We appreciate y'all. Show your appreciation back. Drop the thumbs up on this video. Share this video with all your wrestling fans, friends, and family on all your favorite social media platforms. If you are new to the True Hill Heat YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button. Hit the bell to stay notified for all the great content here as we are just... 500 subscribers away from 10,000 uh, or milestone for the end of the year. So if anyone is new, hit that subscribe button and join us because we have daily content here on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel, including New Japan Pro Wrestling content, previews and reviews. But a lot has happened. It's been over a month since like the last big New Japan show. I mean, outside of like All-Star Junior Festival and stuff. So uh, I was looking forward to this show and had a lot of emotions about this one. So get through it. We're going to go light on the, the, the stuff with the undercard and kind of put our focus on the main matches on the card. So we'll kind of fly. The undercard, aside from the second match, which I think anything with the House of Torture, you just disregard. Like it wasn't too bad. Like the undercard matches were not bad at all. And I mean, they beat the King of Pro Wrestling match. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and the undercard matches had a point. They were building yeah. stuff, you know, for Rio Goku or uh, you know, ongoing rivalries, whether it be the faction warfare that kind of be kind of is the theme of this fall in New Japan Pro Wrestling and all that stuff. But as we start every single review, let's go with one word to give your overall thoughts on the entire show, not just one incident, Sanal. Uh, <laughs> we'll start with you, Sanal. Your overall thoughts on destruction in Kobe? Heartbroken. Yeah, it doesn't matter how good the other matches were. That that is what is going to stick at me. Heartbroken. Couldn't get past it. Couldn't uh, get past it. Can't, uh, man, you know, sometimes you just have to hang on to the one thing that that just it just made it all what it was for that one show, man. You know, it's you know, it's, say, it's like Chris Chan said, Uncle Nobu is the wrestler's wrestler, and it's yeah. not even the fact he betrayed. Just five guys. It's the fact that he will not be wrestling properly anymore. I mean, yeah, he no, is right? also the heel master, though. Yes, but, yes. But he's always been the heel master, but wrestling well because Suzuki Guna, even though they were heels, wrestled properly. Mm -hmm. House of Torture. Well, we've seen. I mean, Evil and Yujiro were never the best wrestlers, but we saw it with Show. Went from one of the strongest junior heavyweights to having the worst show, worst match on a card. Show needed to be in the Super Junior Tag League. This was necessary. I I got my whole argument for the pro. I am here to argue for you, Gato. But J News, your overall thoughts on uh, destruction in Kobe in one word. In one word, how would I? You know, um, it was enlightening. 
to say the to say the least. By the end of this show, I said to myself, I have a better idea of where they're going with uh, towards Wrestle Kingdom. Um, we spoke it up during the summertime, but I will double down here. Um, obviously, spoiler alert ahead of time, folks. Uh, the Suji shock did not happen, but, 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 the big Suge is a fan favorite here on True Heel Heat. He is the indelible future of New Japan Pro Wrestling, and I am here to sing his praises, man. Oh, 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 and another thing. Head of the class. Head of the class. Damn right. Damn right of the class. Um, And another thing. Fuck the PWI. They don't know what the hell they're doing. Oh, man. (laughs) I like how they mentioned it on commentary as well. That publication that we do not name, I was like, ah, they are called out by Thomas Gray. At the end of the day, you know me, man. You know me. I don't mince words. I don't care if I got to take shots. I'm available anytime you need me to be anywhere. Jay News says the PWI ain't worth a damn. It ain't worth a damn. Will Ospreay not being in that top 10 is a load of crap. It's a load of crap. And then the rest of the, the rest of the list, I don't even want to. I don't want to take any shine away from any of the wrestlers on that list because a lot of guys deserve to be on the list. But outside of that, when you don't have oh, the best oh, freaking Okada player. in the top ten, sorry. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. like not even to take away from Okada, but hasn't Osprey's year been like fifty times better? Yeah, I, I, well, you have to understand what the PWI looks at. They look at kayfabe accomplishments, kayfabe, kayfabe stuff like that. And Okada <laughs> is the in the pat in the in the calendar year that they go by, which is June the June. Okada won the G one, and he was the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship champion. Those are two things that Will Osprey did not accomplish. That is why Okada is ahead of Osprey. Kayfabe to kayfabe. Kayfabe <laughs> these nuts. God damn it. <laughs> if this oh, Jesus. That would be the title. If this was our podcast, we would have had the title. So Kayfabe these nuts. Kayfabe these nuts by J News. Um, but yes, uh, my one word is arrival. Because I thought I thought the Suji arrival was wrestling Duntaku with the debut. I thought the arrival was the match with Sonata, mm-hmm. but this felt this. like the arrival. The arrival. So that's my one word. But he, he cemented uh, himself as a future champion in this match. Oh, without question. For sure. Without question. He yeah. ha- he has to become a champion at this point. And he, and honestly, he has to be the first one out of the Rewa mm. three musketeers to win. Really? Not power. not Narita. No, I'm not. <laughs> Narita, no, the only thing that hasn't changed for anyone's rankings is Narita is third of the three Musketeers. <laughs> that still makes me so sad because, like, he had so much potential, and I'm still sticking by it. I'm going to mention every video, every podcast, everything I mentioned. They should have kept him in the junior heavyweights because I he agree. definitely I agree. I agree. He's just so much smaller than the other two as well that it doesn't. And yeah, there's nobody like him in the junior division, whereas right. in the heavyweights, obviously, he's got his Shibata that he's thing, obviously, similar to Suzuki in terms of strong style, like the black. It's just he's just got no place at the moment in such a stacked roster of heavyweights. Exactly. 
And we'll see. We'll see. We'll see him more, I guess, on the next Destruction uh, show when they close out the uh, Best of Seven series. But let's get into Destruction in Kobe 2023. Uh, the opening matchup saw Clark Connors uh, teaming up with Drilla Maloney, the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Bullet Club War Dogs. They picked up a victory over Kevin Knight and Tiger Mask. This get match going six minutes. 57 seconds, Bullet Club War Dogs getting the win with the full clip, which is their suplex spear combination off the middle rope. Uh, I thought this was a, a good opener to the to the night. Nothing kind of like blow away or anything about it, but a nice little preview with Kevin Knight, who's going to be teaming up with Kushida to first Bullet Club War Dogs coming up in Rio Goku. I gave the match three stars. Jay News, what did you think? I thought it was solid, uh, you know, always, always giving props and love to Kevin Knight, a friend of the show. Um, Tiger Mask nowadays, man, you know, he's a New Japan dad, so he's he's in there for the filler. Uh, Got to give props to the to the to the junior war dogs for doing their thing and uh, being menaces out there in the freaking ring. <laughs> so uh, that's always fun to watch. So a solid three, I think, will, is, 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 a, is a good rating to give it. Um Looking forward to more out of Kevin Knight. I think there's more in the tank for Kevin Knight uh, when it comes to in-ring ability and just more or less uh, maybe future character stuff. I just think there's just there's a lot more to to tap into. So, yeah. What about you, Sadal? What you thought about the opener? Yeah, it was a really nice way to start. I think we knew that um, Tiger Mask was going to get the pin. But why, like, he's one of the dads. But because I think we always bring this up about the conditions of all the older wrestlers. Mm -hmm. Like... Tiger Mask isn't at the bottom, and I think he can still no, go. Right. Like he's mm -hmm. pretty decent, especially for a junior wrestler. Because I think if all like heavyweight wrestlers have a tough time as they get older, it's even harder for juniors because we know that it's there. So he really held his own. I guess it was a bit of a salty Tiger Mask because you know he gets that way when he doesn't have anything prominent. But it just told a really nice story between the obviously the war dogs and Kevin Knight, which I assume is going to be for a title shot at some point. And I like that they're giving us something for the junior tag titles that's got a bit of history. Do you know what I mean? They were in the dojo together and it's going to, it's going to bring something new. Cause I think everyone's worried with the tag division is there's never enough people or what are we going to see? But I think this is quite a nice build up for that. Yeah. I would say the past year, as far as like both tag team divisions, junior and heavyweight, they've, done a lot as far as putting more of a focus on it and kind of uh, having people involved in those divisions. So uh, I'm looking forward to the match between the Jet Setters and the War Dogs. I think that's at Rio Goku that's on that card on October 8th. Uh, next, let's talk about let's talk, well October 9th, excuse me. Next, we have a trios matchup. You got the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion Sanada teaming up with his just five guys, stablemates Doki and Takamishinoku to verse the House of Torture, Evil, Yujiro Takahashi, and Dick Togo. I will say, yeah, this match wasn't good. I give it two stars. But I popped for Takamishinoku and Dick Togo being in the ring together. The Kayantai fan in me, Choppy Choppy is PP and all that good God. stuff. I popped for that. And the fact that Taka won. Taka with the Mishinoku driver gets the pin on Dick Togo. I was so surprised by this finish. I was like, I Five knew stars I for the finish. Five stars for the finish. Five stars for Taka Michinoku, guys. It's like, what is going on? Uh, this match went eight minutes, 32 seconds. Sanal, what did you think about the trios match here? Yay, Takamichinoku got the win. <laughs> I think that's all we can say. I, like, I hate that 
two of the most obviously because we're talking about it later on they're just five guys one of my favorite factions and obviously we've got two big champions who have been really fighting their big ones and two of the big storylines of new japan is with house of torture like there's no yujo came out in a crop top thinking he suited it and he didn't evil come like there's nothing good about them and the fact that they're putting just five guys so like i've said with tiger takamichi noku is in amazing shape still like puts on phenomenal matches so don't have him just get a win over dick togo <laughs> i mean i'm like i'm not saying have him beat hiromu or something he could have him beat bushi slightly more like realistic you know give him something because i feel like just anything with house of torture is just a, a turn off for me at the moment I, I will say that since feuding with House of Torture, Sonata has significantly cooled down. So that means that we need to get a, a temperature report on his boy Sonata from J News. What did you think about this trios matchup? And what have you been thinking about the Sonata evil uh, rivalry over the championship? We, did, we do need to mention that evil does still have possession of the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Didn't they have a like little tiny belt. Yes, so, so yes, Sonata has to wear a belt that says I'm am champion and wear the belt on his shirt. And then so, I thought so. there was actually a little statue, wasn't there? No, no, no. That was a piece of the belt that came oh. off. Yes, yes, yes. So so to mention, so 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 to SP3's point, um, in regards to let's get the temperature of, of, of Sonata in the title reign right now. Uh there's no temperature. The shit's in the fucking toilet right now, man. Let me tell you right now. Japanese fans have been having a field day since Sonata has become champion because he hasn't beaten anybody of any of any grandeur. Uh, who are these opponents that they're supposed to be giving him? What is the storyline with Evil? Evil ain't worth a damn right now. Evil ain't been worth a damn since he had that strap. Yes. <sighs> with that being said, him stealing the belt, which is an old wrestling gimmick, right? It has done nothing for either of them. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And at this point, for Sonata to be wearing that cheap-ass shirt, I'm the seventh champion, uh, ha him having to pick up his own belt, put it in the corner, and then get a piece of the belt, yeah. a little piece came off. And then I think I think it was Charlton who was saying on commentary that it might be a fake belt or whatever the case is because Evil might be storing the real belt somewhere else because it has all those 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 what is it, like a, a thousand sources pieces are falling <laughs> off of it i mean pieces, pieces falling off pieces never fell off the title before this so right so i think i think the overall the story here with this belt it's that and this this is just me speculating wildly right taking a page out of the sam the sam roberts book here um they're gonna do away with this championship with suji mentioning the Intercontinental Championship, the whole thing, obviously he didn't win the match, but him mentioning that, I have a feeling if when Naito gets his win, because Naito will get his win at Wrestle Kingdom, he will split these belts. The IC belt will come back. Uh, we'll do away with what people like to say is the Divas Championship equivalent of the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Um, bring back the old championship, because that thing, is, that thing is still money to this day. And uh, bring back the IC belt. And uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I think that'll happen. Uh, that's like, yeah, to my point, I think that's speculating, but at the end of the day, yeah, why not? 
Yeah, um, I, 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 I would say I would I would say I'm just looking at you like, man, you sound like WWE fans that be like, oh, just bring back the herd business, it'll be great. Or AEW fans that be like, Tony Khan will book two women's matches on Dynamite, I swear, one day. Like, no, they, they, listen, listen, the old world listen, title ain't listen, coming back. Listen, man, they 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 they're shambling it to pieces. Even when even when Naito was carrying around the icy strap and dragging it on the floor. Did not a piece come off of those belts? So miss me with the bullshit, SP3. No, he this already, belt is going. He already said the reason. It's a fake belt. It's a prop belt. I, I, I think to Jenny's like I understand because it seems like they're downgrading, especially with Suji talking about that. They'll never get rid of the world belt. Do you know what I mean? Like it is yeah. the title. What it might happen is that the IC belt will come back and similarly, you know, like on the Wrestle Kingdom where obviously the IC title main evented not. It'll be something where it'll be the champion who lifts the prestige of it to make it higher than the world one. But they're not going to get the world. It's like you have to have a world champion, unless they're going to rename the Intercontinental Championship the World Intercontinental Championship, which is kind of like goes against. Yeah, it's a lot going on there. But 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 to end my point, I would say this: um, this feud isn't helping either of them. I figured that the Evil versus Sonata thing should have been a blood feud, not this crap that we're getting um and they should have had some sort of a gimmick match for it um be it in a lumberjack match oh oh, are they yeah Yeah, which is the whole reason why with uncle nobu going in they're like oh now we're at an advantage Mm -hmm. because all you've got is doki um well tai chi if he decides to come back and tackle mitch and oku nah tak is not gonna be a great lumberjack is he no tak is not not gonna be an effective lumberjack at all no lumberjack match. Give me a cage match. Give me te- give me Texas Death for God's sakes. But at the end of the day, you want you want to see evil in a Texas Death match? I don't want to see him ruin that stipulation. <laughs> Who knows? At the end of the day, I don't know. I did, my my point is get this freaking storyline done and over with. Have Sonata go over because Sonata has to be the one to take the L from Naito and Wrestle Kingdom because it can't be evil. It's not going to count. It's not going to count if it's evil. Evil versus Naito, man. Oh the main event of Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> it's going to happen, y'all. It's going to happen. Uh, next match was a 10 man tag as you had Gorillas of Destiny, Tamatanga, Tangaloa, Hikaleo, El Fantasmo, and Jado versus Bullet Clubs, David Finley, Chase Owens, Alice Coglin, Gabe Kid, and Gato. This match opened up with a brawl. It transitioned into the Bullet Club kind of taking control. We get an eventual hot tag to Tama. Then the baby faces run wild for a while. In the end, it's Tamatanga who picks up the victory with the gun stun 10 minutes, 12 seconds. This was your standard fare that we've come to expect from the G.O.D. Bullet Club rivalry. After the matchup, we get another short brawl with the baby faces standing tall. I gave the match two and a half stars. J News, what did you think? Where is this going? That's my it's question. Leading Where is leading to this going? Tama versus David Finley. At, uh, and then, and then Hikaleo, Hikaleo and El Fantasma. The war dogs, and then the amazing match everyone's looking forward to Chase Owens versus Tangaloa in a special singles match. You really know how to book them, Gato. <laughs> I'm gonna leave this alone. So, so yeah, <laughs> leave, this alone. leave this alone. That's all he gotta say. So all all, what you what you thought about the 10 man tag? I mean, it was all right, it, it did what it had to do, I guess. Like, it built for the matches. 
my question, right? So, and this is coming from a picture I've seen today. It was Shota Umino with the GOD guys. Is he teasing that he's actually like technically now he's not Hontai, he is now GOD? Because he has been because he's been posting pictures of Hikaleo and all sorts. And I wouldn't say no to that. I mean, he's got he nah, he's got to if he's gonna join any type of faction, it's gotta be the BCC. It's gotta be him to take uh, throwing away the white tr- the white stuff, the white jacket, getting the black jacket, getting some black trunks to mix up with the paint. You think Red Shoes Red Shoes Uno is gonna be okay with that? Yep. Come back, that you're grounded. No, you can't tell why, why you think? Why you think Tony got Claudio shaking hands with Eddie? He got Moxley, uh, you know, showing more of a babyface side. Got Brian Danielson feuding with Ricky Starks. Oh, they're changing BCC back to babyfaces, so they need some opponents, and they need some more people. They need some more young boys. Shoto Amino works. Well, God need juniors. Yeah, but Shoto's not a junior. So, oh, so, the, so the real question, <laughs> the real question that, then that becomes, the real question then becomes, is God an official faction right now? They are. NPW? No, I okay. mean they still technically come as Hunter because Tama did that whole interview where he said that he wants to be there so he can have young lions and people who stay in Hunter because we all know Hunter is like the train stop. So <laughs> you have a young lion, then Hunter, then you go and find yourself. Do you know what it's, I mean? Like, it's basically the house of torture of Hunter. Yeah, like wow. I think the only wow. person who stayed there, the I guess, it's a subgroup. Yeah, the only pe- person who stayed there recently is Master Wato, and I guess Shota. Like those two, are the only ones who have come back from excursion, and I guess Hanare as well. When he before he joined the Empire, he because he didn't have an excursion, he was straight into Hontai. Which I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll give them credit; they've they've expanded Hontai a lot now. Hontai got two sub factions because strong Longevity. they established that strong style is a is a Hontai faction. Is it really? Yeah. Which is weird because they said that during the best of seven, which is obviously saw strong style versus like Nagata and Hontai. And I was yeah. like, so it's basically Hontai versus Hontai. <laughs> Interesting. Which I kind of like because I think there was a promo. I think Wato said it. He was like, "Oh, you're always bringing back that Suzuki Goon stuff." There you go. But maybe they're teasing that at some point in the future. Strong style are going to move away from Hontai, go back to that. We might see a Narita heel turn, and then they might add some more. Because you know what? Maybe a heel turn is what Narita needs. Probably does. Probably does. And that would make him different from the other three, uh, mm-hmm. two, three Musketeers. Uh, next up, we had a tag team match. I was very much looking forward to this one. Leo Rush and Yo versus Hiromu <laughs> Takahashi and Bushi, continuing the rivalry between Leo and Hiromu from this past year and the upcoming three-way matchup between Leo, Hiromu, and Speedball Mike Bailey. This was an action-packed, very fast-paced matchup. Uh, uh, Leo and Yo showing their their cohesiveness showing their tandem offense throughout the matchup but we got a pr- probably the result we all expected here when we looked at the four competitors in the ring it ended with bushi looking up at the lights as leo ultimately uh won the matchup for his team with uh the final hour frog splash this matchup got a good amount of time here at Got nine minutes, 14 seconds. So not a lot of time, but a good amount of time to have a nice little sprint here. I give it three and a half stars. What did you think, Sanal? Yeah, no, it was nice. I'm going to say this because obviously the main storyline there was between Hiromu and Leo Rush. I've really been liking Yo's stuff recently. It's it's like he's not even been like overrated, like overstated and quite dramatic, but it's just like the small things, like his 
promos and the way he's in the ring. Like, I'm not doing like a English commentary and saying, oh, next year is going to be Yo's year, because they say it every year and it never happens. But I think his team with Leo Rush is actually really good. Yeah. Because it's allowed mm-hmm. him to fit now into a more of a tweener thing, which I think, and um, this is just like a, like, what I think maybe should happen is that Chaos slowly moves back to heel. Because, you know, we've seen Okada being a dick recently. And Ishii is Ishii. Like, Ishii doesn't care. Like, yeah. he's just Ishii. But I think by having Yo and Leo, if you have that sort of cocky heel, because I don't think we have that now. You've got, like, obviously, Bullet Club are the bastard bastards. But, and, and the Empire used to be sort of like, you know, those cocky, like, they, they never cheated or anything. But I think Chaos could fill that sort of spot. I could see that. I can definitely see that. And I like the fact in this matchup, we're seeing more of the Leo Rush that we've been seeing in Impact Wrestling. Mm-hmm. They they heal Leo Rush, which I think shows off his a lot of his personality more. And like you said, you got Super Junior Tag League coming up. You know, Leo and Yo are going to be a team in that. The more Leo is with Yo, maybe he rubs off on him more and we see more of that personality and more of a cockiness from Yo. Of, and <laughs> he can have that breakout year next year. But, J-News, what did you think about this junior heavyweight tag team match? I mean, I'm always a fan of being able to watch Leo Rush in a ring. I just refuse to watch Impact Wrestling. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Um, at the end of the day, uh, from a gear standpoint, I thought it was crazily outlandish that Leo Rush came out, came out in that in that long trench bubble coat, whatever the hell that thing was. <laughs> so I think he was paying homage to Hiromu there because Hiromu has like jackets like that. Um and if that rubs off on uh, rubs off on yo, I think that that just makes them, you know, over the top, heady, artistic guys who are doing their own thing, and you know they get they get they get their own personality in that in that particular um, in that particular regard. So I I, I would like to see that uh, or more of that going forward. Um, it was interesting for me to see Leo Rush wrestle yesterday because it was the first time I ever said, "Yo, Leo is Leo is, is Leo slowing down." Like when I was watching the match in the ring, I was like, "Yo, Leo's going kind of for for me because I'm used to all this high octane, high speed shit." This is the, this is him working heel. I he's got to so. he's got to yeah, slow yeah. it down. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, "Okay, this this even even when he does work heel though, he'll still go he'll still go at his pace or whatever." So it was it was the first time I noticed me me personally that he 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 was much slower than usual or whatever. So uh, I took I took that into consideration as well. Um, you know. Yo, still finding himself. That's the that's the way I, I see it. I can't say this like five <laughs> six years after he returned to the He's still he's still finding himself. Uh, so so uh, I'll put I'll put it on that. Um, yeah, man. I mean, we got what we got there. You know, Hiromu's still doing Hiromu things, and and Bushi's still being I like Jay's electrician and stuff like that. Um, hopefully, they do put him back in the in the Super Junior tournament with Teton because. They 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 they're a good team together. I feel like uh, so. because I'm trying at the moment to think who they could have. I guess you've got the usual ones. I'm hoping like Despi and Mao maybe, but I still like there doesn't seem to be so many teams that they could afford to not have an Lij team. Yeah. So would so would Mao be representing Strong Style? No, he I guess teamed up with he teamed up with Despi in the All Star. So. Right. I don't know. I mean, that, 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 I mean, I love Mal. Mal, I think, has a very unique style to him. So, um, I, I, he works I like really to well with Despy. Like, they're very different in their styles, but mm-hmm. like also like they work for 
I think it'd be for like a strong style in the 37 Camino. <laughs> transformer. The, the, the transformer. They just come together, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we got probably the best match on these under its undercard here, as it was TMDK versus Chaos. You had Zack Saber Jr. and Bad Dude Tito versus Kashika Okada and Tomohiro Ishii. Oh my god, this came out of nowhere and just was came out to be a great matchup. Like uh, it was bad, bad dude Tito, man. I went in bad dude Tito pinned. I was like, it's obvious, isn't it? You got two champions, you got that Tito get pinned. Thank you, because I am hoping that this builds to another match. I would love it. I love it. He needs to be a part of that. But you had him. He went toe-to-toe with Okada at first. Then he knocks Ishii to the floor. He tags in uh, Zack Sabre Jr. Love the exchanges <laughs> between Zack and Okada. Love the exchange, especially the back-and-forth wild exchange between uh, Zack Sabre Jr. and Ishii. The mm-hmm. match then breaks down. All four men are in the ring. We get multiple momentum shifts. And then finally, it's down to ZSJ and, and Ishii. And Zack gets the win with the European clutch one, two, three in the middle of the ring. Uh, this match it felt it felt like it got a lot of time, but it only got 12 minutes, 15 seconds. But they packed so much action into this one. Hell of a matchup. I gave it four stars to the null. What did you think about TMDK versus Chaos? Yeah, really good. Like a surprise again, because obviously we went in thinking it's gonna be a good match, but it's not really gonna build to anything. But like they've done it really well, and I literally I love Tito. Like the cr- Japanese crowds love him, and I think he's really <clears throat> thriving. Like I saw him at Royal Quest too, and he's amazing. And I think it is the perfect thing because like I know they've got this big match coming up, but I feel like Chaos, like especially Okada, has forgotten he has the Never Six Man titles. <laughs> so like the fact that I think, and I also like the idea that who the team could be from Team DK. I'd love it to be like. Tito, Zach, and Robbie, or maybe Fujita could come in and get his first title. Or do you know what I mean? Like, there's so many yeah. options, and it's a match we wouldn't have seen. Yeah, they did kind of like set up uh, the next never open weight six man tag team title matchup. They uh they also got their big matchup coming up at Destruction in Rio Goku against Team Impact, the Motor City Machine Guns, and Josh Alexander. I can't wait for Okada to go up against uh to go get against uh Alexander in that matchup. But J News, what did you think mm-hmm. about this tag team bout? Anytime I get to see that bad dude Tito in the ring, it's a good time. Uh, I'll say this, man. A lot of a lot of comparisons during commentary there. Steiner comparisons. Dr. Yes. Death, Steve Williams comparisons. I see more you know, Dr. Death. Than I see Steiner. more Dr. Death. Correct. Correct. Because I, I, I have I, there's 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 flashes of the athleticism from Tito, but it's not necessarily over the top, you yeah. know. Um, but yeah, man, I mean Zachy's on a roll, bro. ZSJ's on a roll right now. Ain't nobody taking him off his high right now. Um, so so he's he's doing the damn thing. Um, like you said, Okada, I think forgets he has that six man never open weight championship. Like when he took his jacket off, it, it he looked surprised like he had it on. So like, like, oh wait, wait, this oh I just wonder why it was a bit heavy coming out. <laughs> so that was that was interesting to see. Um Ishii's still doing Ishii things, man. Look, listen, I, I don't know how much longer we're gonna get of Ishii and New Japan, but we have to relish and appreciate the fact that we're continuing to get Tomohiro Ishii in these in these uh, in these matches. Um I thought it was a dope match. It was the longest match of the night so far. 
yeah. so far at this point. Um, so it was a pretty it was a pretty cool match. I wonder how TMDK is going to break into uh, their their trios team. Um, so because I don't know, I, I honestly wouldn't know who the third member would be outside of it being Robbie or Fujita. Um, because it's an over, it's a never open man, so obviously it's gonna have to be a junior. Um, Unless they do so, TMDK, uh, Mikey and Shane, and Bad yeah, I, yeah, I feel like because obviously in chaos they've not got a junior wrestler. Yeah, no, That's, no, yeah. Who's the third member again? It's Tanahashi. Tanahashi. Right? Uh, Tanahashi yeah, yeah. Ju- junior heavyweight champion Tanahashi. <laughs> Todd is gonna suck in his gut. He's gonna be like junior heavyweight. <laughs> Oh, uh, <laughs> gotta love it but yes I, i'm interested how they're gonna follow up from this matchup but a hell of a matchup kind of came out of nowhere and we needed that because we needed a palate cleanser before the next matchup next do we, up, do we have to talk about it yes we do it's about that time see we got our most viewers yet of this live stream because people <laughs> are waiting to hear how Sanal reacted to the king of pro wrestling 2023 provisional championship matchup it was tai chi defending against show of another battle between just five guys and house of torture with the special stipulation being that the seconds were handcuffed at ringside we get a long segment of house of torture uh rejecting or trying to stop themselves from being handcuffed from the members of just five guys eventually they do uh we get uh we get Tai Chi pretty much dominating a lot of this matchup until the members of House of Torture, despite being handcuffed, are able to still get involved and interfere, giving show the opportunity to get into the matchup. But Tai Chi eventually overcomes all of that. Uh, tai Chi held on through most of the chicanery, but we get a referee bump. We get a, a face full of powder from Dick Togo and a low blow all in quick succession, uh, which left show far, uh, far behind. Behind. We get uh well Tai Chi far behind. We get show uh attempts a wrench shot, but then Yoshinabu Kanamaru comes down, and we're here. Our fans were all happy, they think he's here to make the save for just five guys, but instead he grabs the Saturi, he puts it in his mouth, and he spits it in the face of his former best friend, Tai Chi, and then he rips off, he, he drops him with the bottle, hits him in the head with the bottle, he rips off his shirt and reveals a House of Torture shirt, and then Sho follows up, hitting Tai Chi with the shock arrow, one, two, three, just over 13 minutes, Sho is your new king of pro wrestling 2023 provisional champion his first singles title in new japan pro wrestling finally got the job done and house of torture stood tall they beat down just five guys after the matchup eventually handcuffing each of the members to the robes while they still beat down on tai chi and then Evil said that he agreed to the lumberjack match that Sonata uh, per, uh, suggested. And because now House of Torture outnumbered just four guys, five members to four. What did you think about all of this? We will start with Sanal. <sighs> well, how long did you say the match was? 13 minutes, one second. That went 13 minutes, one second, way too long for me. <laughs> right? 
let's 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 take a trip back in memory lane the 20 what was it 2021 2020 show Rapongi 3k all i wanted was show to win a singles belt i thought you know he could do never i just wanted to be junior champion 2023 he's won a title and i'm heartbroken because not because well, one it was against my holy emperor who by the way new purple ring gear yeah i very much liked it quality quality <laughs> needed a change just for him to get betrayed i like to think that um uncle nobu got jealous of tai chi's new boyfriend sonata and decided really? fine if i'm not the only man i will then i will not be in your life at all because that is the only thing that i can explain the heartbreak of because when suzuki gun were a thing they always used to say that like while they were very good they weren't all like very close friends especially despy said this but tai chi and kanamaru always were mm -hmm. It makes it hurt even more. That's why they stuck together, even after it was all over, all done and dusted. They stuck together, and then they had to break your heart. Damn you, Gato. Damn you. For what cost? I mean, if you're going to say, right, show's suddenly going to have a revelation now and going to wrestle well, then that's fine. But they also, like, it was a really shit way to end Tai Chi's really good reign, I think, as, like, the king yeah. of pro wrestling mm. champion. So... I'm sorry, God damn it, Uncle Nobu. Why? This is where you learned a valuable lesson, though. Never trust the drunk uncle who shows up to the party late. You never do. You're never supposed to do that. Just not. Uh, Jay News, what did you think about this one? I didn't even give it a, a star rating because, um, yeah. Yeah, like zero stars. But uh, I mean, in all fairness, I try to take my bias out of my star ratings. The match itself, like a star. You know, in all honesty, yesterday I watched the show sometime in the early evening, 6 p.m. I didn't know it was a four-hour show, so I'm there to like 11-something because obviously I have to take breaks here and there. <laughs> whatever. And I go... When I watched this and I said to myself, the heel master turned heel. Makes sense. Fine. No problem. But then I say to myself, wait a minute. This entire House of Torture run, these guys are considered a whole bunch. They're, they're just, just considered clowns, right? And then it's show now being the champion, of the, the KOPW champion. This is a complete and utter clown show. The clown show will continue on. Through this young man, they have done him a disservice with this whole faction. This is my personal opinion. And now with Uncle No, I can't even call him Uncle Nobu no more, dog. You know what's wrong with that? I just, I, I just got assimilated to the fact that I got, I got Uncle Nobu on the side. He's gonna pass me the Satori, and we're gonna have a good time. And now he's spitting it in the face of Tai Chi. Yep. What we doing, fam? We just got the family together, and now you breaking it up? This is wrong. Already. This is wrong. This is wrong on a lot of levels, man. I just can't accept what's going on. It's a it's a complete and utter disgrace. Uh, I, I don't even know what else to do about this right now. Um, just five guys is now just four guys. Um, but I believe you two were talking off camera about a possibility, an idea that Sanal has for the the just members. Uh, so, and also your idea. <laughs> the just member. <laughs> the just question mark members. That's what they should name the faction. 
right, just basically. question mark members. <laughs> if anyone follows me on social media, they know that I like to do the odd doodle, right? So um, if anyone notices, like in the crowd, they have like little light sticks and I'm a K-pop fan and light sticks are a big thing. So I've been designing my own light sticks. So as soon as Uncle Nobu left, the first thing I thought was, oh my God, I'm gonna have to redesign it until I remembered a tweet. So I don't watch it, it's Impact, isn't it? Yes. I don't watch Impact, like I know about it. And I heard there is a certain young line we've been missing who may have lost his place in the company. And oh, I wonder what could be next for him. Well, it just seems so Taka doesn't have to bring out the old merch and get rid of the new one. That Uamura, yeah, Uamura would be the perfect fit for just five guys to bring them back up. Whether I personally thought when I was doing my, like making the thing that because Umar did a lot of junior stuff. I know he's bumped up quite a lot, but I mean, we had yeah. Shingo in the junior division. So I think anything is possible. And we had um, Alex, Alex Zane. Again, yes. another person. Yeah, this was. Yeah, this he should have been in the junior division. But whether he chooses to stay in the heavyweights or he does decide to drop a few pounds to go junior, he could be a very strong member in Just Five Guys. Yeah, like I said, I think Just Five Guys already have a junior tag team with Doki and Taka. Really? Yeah, it's not going to win. Really? It's not going to win any championships. Yeah, it's going to be a junior tag team. They're a junior tag team, technically What's speaking. the last time Taka won the junior title? Well, it probably with Taichi the last one. Well, well, it also gives Just Five Guys a young, a young up-and-coming star, which they don't have. Like, you know. So, Doki? Yeah, is Doki not a young and up comer? I mean, I mean, I mean, like a guy they're gonna give main event spots to, and I don't see that for Doki, but they could get that with you or more. They already have that with Tai Chi, they already have that with Sonata, but they don't have someone for the future in New Japan in just five guys, but now they would with Uramora, and pretty much every other group has that with Suji in LIJ, um, Will Osprey on SP3. Huh? Did I lose audio? Can you hear me, Sanal? I can hear you. Oh, okay. Oh, I think that's, that's just me you. Yeah, I was, like, I was like, what's going on here? I think that, yeah, they need that for just five guys, especially for the future of the group moving forward. I did want to highlight a few comments here. We got Yusuf in the chat who says, Uncle Nobu didn't cross to the dark side. He crossed to the bitch side. And to quote Drillo Maloney, he is a bedwetter. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Also got Yusuf, it says, also Nuge uh, during the Road to Destruction tour has paired Taguchi and Yo as a team, and they have a tag team finisher, the Black Hole Vacation, an Apollo 55 old finisher, so maybe Leo won't be in tag league. Actually, putting on that, I have actually, as much as I do like Leo and Yo, I think Yo and Taguchi is actually quite, because Taguchi, again, can still go, and him picking up wins is not an odd thing. So yeah, I'd take either. But then that's again the whole like chaos hontai. It's just I feel like it's finding tag matches when it comes to like proper things like that. The only one I'll accept is Tanahashi and Yano teaming together. Yeah. yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I think I think I think it's better if you have <laughs> Yo and Leo and uh Taguchi with Master Wado. That makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, Wado's been doing very well every time he teams with Taguchi. He's bringing out his personality, not just like showing him as like a decent wrestler. Yes. So, so, so to comment on uh, the uh, the speculation here on Sonal's side, uh, I wasn't aware that Yuya lost his place 
on the Impact roster. I, I don't I did, know it fully. All I did is I read something like I think a day or two before the so New Japan show. He <laughs> lost. He lost. Feast and fists are fired. Mm-hmm. He got the fired right. briefcase in Feast. Right. He got the fired briefcase because I saw that that thing came up on my feed on YouTube, and I was like, out of all these. Out of all these personalities and wrestlers that I saw that were a part of the match, I said to myself, I don't know about two or three of them. I know Yuya. I know the other guy here. And I was like, Yuya's all man out. <laughs> so it just made sense. And then understanding what happened with just five guys, it was like, how, oh. How you don't know who Moose is? I know Moose. Moose. You know, know you Moose. don't know who Chris Bay is? I know Chris Bay. There was one of the one of those one of those one of those guys Chris, I didn't know at all. Crazy this Steve. You don't know Crazy you Steve from Yo, that's Crazy Steve days. That's Crazy Steve from oh, the that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> He's buffed up, son. I, I, I yeah. had no idea. Yeah. Anyways, but um, anyways, but but Yuya being a part of just five guys will probably give him uh, it's it's a good entry point, right? And yet again, to a point that we all made a couple of months ago, it's not three musketeers. We can't forget about Yuya, man. We can't forget about Yuya. So at the end of the day, uh, seeing Yuya back uh, in New Japan proper is going to be a dope thing. Either be it a junior. I think I, I think him being a junior would be good because, as we were talking about earlier, they misplaced Renarita. Obviously, Shota's not a junior at the end of the day. <laughs> We've not really got a and, big junior anymore. Do you remember when like, there mm-hmm. was Shingo and Osprey who were like on the heavier end? I think... Mm-hmm. Willa Maloney, maybe, but I don't think they'll push him as a single star anytime soon, really. Yeah, mind you, Drill is freaking, he's shrunk. So he's not even that's <laughs> so true. He's, that he's true. shrunk. So uh that's 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 that was his own personal choice. But at the end of the day, to see a bigger junior uh with Yuya, I think would be a, would be a good thing. Um so yeah, there there you go. Uh yeah, no. I, I want to see it. I want to see it. We- we don't need any more members of House no, of No, we don't need no more members. No, no, man. We don't no, need no, any more members. No more they members. got five members. That's enough. Let's keep it at that. We need you and your Mora in just five guys. I am I am on the Sanal bandwagon on this. We're going to push this agenda. We're going to make it happen. Gato, get it done. Uh, we also got Dustin who says, I think Leo <laughs> is the better t- team to have in Junior Tag League. 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. Are great teams as they were paired last year, but I know unfortunately, guys, we gotta lose Sanal. She's not feeling well right now, so we hope that she gets better. And I, I, you better. know what? Before I go, I'm gonna say because I wanted to stay. I was like, right, I want to get to the end because like it's the match and I can't. But I was like, if I speak anymore, I'm like, you probably noticed that points just see me like coughing, so I don't want to carry on. But I'm just gonna say Osprey versus Suji because I won't get to say it in again. Blew my mind. Match of the year contender, cemented Osprey is one of the best. Suji, absolutely phenomenal. Like, um, I quickly can say because I saw in the Naito and Cobb match there were a few missteps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the speed and the action that Osprey and Suji had, nothing went off. Everything was precise. And god damn it, Yota Suji, like when he went for an excursion. I was like, oh, he's going to do like Lucha, British, Japan style. But he took that to the next level. And I don't think we've seen anyone like that. No. He's probably got the second best uh, offense in New Japan. And the first Mm -hmm. best is Will Ospreay. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So it made for a great match. So now we want to give you the spotlight so you can let everybody know where they can follow you on social media. Subscribe to her YouTube channel and much, much more. Let the people know. So you can find me at wrestling underscore chat. I am going to the Royal Quest show. So where you'll talk about it later on the show, obviously Zack Sabre Jr. came out. 
I will be there live. So I will be posting pictures on wrestling underscore chat. But make sure to subscribe to Sonal's Life because I will be back with vlogs, videos, and on the road to Wrestle Kingdom, there is so much going on. So I am going to try and recover and I will be back hopefully with a video soon. So yeah, make sure to hit subscribe. Absolutely. Go over. She makes great content, especially when it comes to New Japan Pro Wrestling. So support her. Supports Ace Techers overall in Russell Lynn. We'll have a new episode next week and we'll see Sanal. Hopefully she feels better for destruction in Ryogoku and we can have yeah. her for that review. Yeah. <laughs> have, have fun praising the next matches because we've got through the hard one. Exactly. We got through <laughs> the hard stuff. Sanal, we hope you feel better. We'll see you soon. See you all soon. Chuhihi. Uh, all right. So next up, we had a tag team matchup for the IWGP Tag Team Championships. It was Bishamon defending against TMDK. This was TMDK's third opportunity at the IWGP mm -hmm. Tag Team Championships this year. One previous matchup with Bishamon, another with Aussie Open. Uh, I like how these teams work together. Uh, this built around kind of tandem offense and isolation segments from both teams. TMDK really were a lot more aggressive and meaner when they had the opportunities in this one, kind of turning up the aggression than what we usually see from them. Bishamon had to keep them on their back foot using their, their kind of speed and kind of how they kind of just uh, have people kind of distracted or or have switch directions a lot of times during matches with their double teams and how they are able to execute them. In the end, though, it wasn't the double team or the tandem offense that got the victory here. It was a key reversal at the right time when TMDK went for their tank buster off the middle rope. It was Yoshihashi that reversed it into a crucifix bomb on Mikey Nichols and surprisingly got the one-two three here bishamon retaining the iwgp tag team championships this match going 12 minutes 29 seconds love how these two teams work together i gave the match three and three quarters stars another solid defense for bishamon what did you think it was definitely another solid defense uh tim dk came out like gangbusters in this one i thought that this was uh probably their best match as a tag team in a while uh, so that 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 was uh, that was definitely something that was that was cool to watch. Um, I don't necessarily know where Pichimon goes from here, bro. <laughs> this is why I was predicting TMDK to get the win here. Like, I, I, I try Bishimon to break down the match here. without bias, but when we're reflecting on the matchup, I'm like TMDK should have won here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know where they go from here. Um, I'm not too sure if everything's going to be tied into. What's going to happen with Aussie Open and FTR and then the World Tag League stuff? I'm not too sure if they're just preparing for all that. So, um, yeah, I don't know, man. But the match was quality. Don't get me wrong. It was a, it was a good match. Um, three, and three, three and three quarter stars for me in, in that particular regard, just just because they, you know, they don't I don't think TMDK knows how to have a bad tag match, especially when they're when they're on it. Right. And, and, and Bishimon is just crazily underrated for what they've become in the last two years so. Uh, props to them with what it is that that, that they've been doing. You watch um, basketball. I compared. I put out the tweet, and I'll say it mm -hmm. here. Bishamon is the Giannis Antetokounmpo to FTR and Aussie Opens, Nikola Jokic and Joel Embiid from the last three years three of years. races. Like they you. are, they you. are firmly in that third spot. But they should be talked about more of being the best 
tag team in the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're, that's I can't disagree with that at all. Um, that's a great, that's a great comparison and analogy to be quite honest. Um, so that 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 lines up there for sure. But like I said, man, I don't know where Bishiman goes from here. Maybe maybe this is just the uh, the log time between now and and, and tag league. So that maybe that's maybe that's more or less the point. Um, but yeah, outside of that, man, thought it was cool. Um, it did what it was supposed to do, and uh, we'll see as to what goes on from here. We shall. We got uh, John Jay in the chat. Thanks for joining us, good brother. He says, I thought TMDK were winning. Good match, but weird result. Who are the next challengers? I was like, I was like wondering, mm-hmm. I was like, is something gonna happen after the match so we can at least see who the next challengers are? Because I don't know off the top of my head who it would be, but I guess we're not going to get another IWGP tag team title match until after tag league. Now mm-hmm. just, the next that, one's going to be wrestle kingdom. Yeah. That's the way I saw it. That, that at least, the, at least this way, because there's, there's, they're not going to have another match at Rio Goku. And then I know the they're tag- not going to have a match at Rio Goku, but we got power struggle in November. Like we, I mean, I don't know if they're going to be on the, the U S shows. Probably not, but probably not, at yeah. least power struggle. We could, we could get one in there, you know? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Unless they, unless they throw unless they throw two of those ass clowns from House of Torture Bone. Um. I'm good. I'm good. Never mind. I'll stop asking. You don't have to. You don't have to tempt me with with, with murder. Like sheesh. Um. Next up, we had a special singles match: Shingo Takagi going one on one with the Great Okan. And boy, oh boy, was this a lovely brawl. This was just yes. intense. <laughs> Hard hitting. This was the BMF type of matchup that we expect from Shingo Takagi. And it was honestly probably Great Okan's best performance. Like he came in here very aggressive, came in here very intense. He got some really good near falls down the stretch, especially when he hit like a suplex and then a cutter for a near fall. He had a massive uh, lariat and then uh, the eliminator for another near fall. And it took a late strike exchange with Shingo got back into the matchup. a sudden lariat and then to close he hits the last of the dragon to pick up the one two three shingo takagi picking up a win against the great okan here i really enjoyed this one 12 minutes 27 seconds i was another one i gave four stars to i thought shingo takagi got the best uh great okan out of great okan what did you think jay news hey man anytime i get to see uh shingo put on a banger is a good day and anytime the great Okan elevates himself on screen is a good day. So when the Dominator and the Rampage Dragon do the damn thing at the same time, it's just the perfect storm. Um, the only thing that I laughed at the majority of the match was how how long. Uh, I think there's there's probably a record minute count now how long uh, Okan had his entire claw on the face of Shingo during the match. <laughs> that was just funny to me. Um, but outside of that, they they definitely went at it. And it like you said, it was it was a brawl uh in out, you know, just them trying to overpower each other. The 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 way that they that they show their agility in the ring outside of the power as well is is something to behold as guys that are are, are a bigger stature in that in that particular sense. Uh, yeah. so that that's always cool to watch as well. Um, yeah, man, uh, the great Okan, he hasn't picked up any, any any great wins recently, 
but I hope that this puts him on a, on a better trajectory uh, going into the future. Uh, Shingo Takagi should always be protected. Um, so at the end of the day, uh, he's always uh, he's always a top competitor in that heavyweight division. Uh, so yeah, man, not t- terrific match. Um, hopefully, we get to see more. Um, they don't have any sort of like a, a wild tag team thing coming up, right? Where they pair opposite end tag teams. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. No, I right? don't think so. I know Stardom okay. just had like an event like that. But, yeah, that's the, the, the Dream Tag uh, Festival. <laughs> But I don't think I don't think New Japan does anything like that. I uh I do expect Shingo Takagi to come out after the Never Openweight Championship matchup mm-hmm. and Rio Goku between Tama Tonga and David Finley. I, I expect Finley to win that one and I expect Shingo to challenge him. I don't know whether that match would be at Power Struggle or we save that for even Wrestle Kingdom, but I'd be down with Shingo being the one that takes the title off of David Finley. Yeah, I'm down for anybody who takes the title off of David Finley. So that's yeah. just me. <laughs> that's just me. Next listen, we had, huh? I said, listen, man. At the end of the day, everybody knows who my favorites are. Everybody knows who I hate. So I got to keep this going, brother. This this is a certain level of consistency. It's real. <laughs> of consistency that needs to come from me every time I am here on True Heel Heat. No, it's just vitriol coming from <laughs> you, sir. Like, sheesh. Be nicer. Be nicer to the to these guys. Come on. Uh, next up, we had a number one contenders matchup, basically. The winner would get the shot at the Tokyo Dome at Wrestle Kingdom 18. Tensuya Naito defending his G1 Climax 33 tournament win contract against jeff cobb and like we said earlier there was some missteps in this one but i love the story of the matchup with jeff cobb just being so cocky and trying to keep Mm -hmm. the same attitude and energy that he had in their g1 encounter where he got the win where he was very cocky throughout that one he did the similar here doing a lot of naito signature offense whether it be combination cabron uh he was doing the, the pose at certain points as well showing off his power at certain stages This is really a great showcase for Jeff Cobb showing all of his different abilities, whether it be his speed, whether it be his amazing power. I love how the the match was paced where it really kind of escalated and it had its like first half. The second, his middle portion, and then the ending sequence. Uh, you had Naito block the tour of the islands at one point after Cobb hit a crazy uh F5000 for a near fall. Naito blocks the tour of the islands into a perfect poison Rana. We get Cobb reversing Destino, but he fails to follow up immediately after surviving a couple of multiple near falls. Uh, we get uh, we get uh, Naito hitting combination Cabron. He uh, then Cobb lands a big suplex and then a lariat. But again, Naito is able to escape the tour of the islands. He eventually hits uh, a reversal of a Destino and then picks up Cobb and hits the standard Destino. One, two, three. Tensuyo Naito retains his spot at the Tokyo Dome and will headline Wrestle Kingdom 18 on January 4th. This match went 14 minutes, 17 seconds. I thought that this this match didn't overstay his welcome. I thought it was going to be in line for about 20 minutes, but I thought they hit the perfect amount of time, 14 minutes, 17 seconds. They were able to tell their story well, get out there and have a great matchup despite some missteps and some clunky spots throughout it. I thought it was 
still a great matchup. I gave it three and three quarter stars. What did you think? I thought it was solid outside outside of the the obvious uh, bad spots and things of that nature. It was I thought it was another another solid match. Uh, Jeff Cobb, Jeff Jeff Cobb. What is what more is there to say about Jeff Cobb? I think that um, he's another one of those guys who's always the bridesmaid and never the bride. So at the end of the day, uh, I feel like uh, much of what the John Jay is saying. Uh, hopefully, he comes. It's a, it's a, going to be a bigger year for Jeff Cobb coming next year. Um, so you know that that that's that's still wait and see with Jeff Cobb. Uh, like like we've been saying since since the beginning of the summer. Uh, it's 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 Naito or nothing. Come come Wrestle Kingdom, man. <laughs> it's Naito or nothing. Come Wrestle Kingdom. So, uh, at the end of the day, uh, Naito should still be the number one contender for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship going into Wrestle Kingdom 18. Um, and hopefully, uh, he gets the win. He gets the roll call, and we go from there. So we can finally move on. We can finally, <laughs> we can finally be done with this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say it like that, Naito. I'm all about you finishing your story. But we already got one guy who can't finish their story. So let's finish your story and then keep it moving, keep it pushing. Let's tell some new stories. Uh, 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 New Japan Pro Wrestling, Gato specifically. <laughs> so, there it is man there it is he says i have vitriol for all these people but the vitriol he has for gato is unmatched at the end of the day. it's a coward <laughs> hey suji now tmdk why won't he put the title on people at the right time i think uh i think it was dunstan who said something about uh gato making sonata not seem like the credible champion earlier um that's his ab- absolutely absolutely brother absolutely this is absolutely what gato's doing at the end of the day, he can't hang with that. He can't hang with that handsome ass man, and he wants to just, just, just drag him down and make him seem like he can't be a top shelf champion when we all know that he can be. At the end of the day, so you know, it, it just Gato, man, you got to do better, brother. You got to do better. That's all we're asking. Just do better. We got John Jay who says about the matchup. Good storytelling. Shame about the couple of sloppy spots, but still very good. Really hope for a big year for Cobb in the upcoming year. I do agree. Jeff Cobb has kind of, he's always kind of filled the roles that they needed to. And he's had a strong year with the rivalry with mm-hmm. Zack Sabre Jr. You know, the huge wins over Zach and, and Tensio Naito in the G1. He had the big opportunity against Kenny Omega on AEW Dynamite. So he's had his spots and his moments throughout the year but you really feel like especially when you also got the the possibility of no more will osprey in new japan pro wrestling maybe jeff cobb becomes the top guy in united empire who knows maybe maybe i mean you know they they they, i mean he's gonna by default if will leaves if if i think that's still a big if yeah Uh, if will leaves uh then i think that you're absolutely right i think that jeff cobb steps into that role um I can't wait to see what Callum Newman becomes because the kid's got some serious skills. Uh, so we'll see as to how he how he develops into a, into a junior and things of that nature. Uh, but yeah, man, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I hope that Jeff Cobb has a match on Wrestle Kingdom at least um, and, 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 that he, and that he gets to do his thing there on that big stage. And uh, yeah, man, like I said, Naito or Bust, bro. Naito or bust, and that's where we're at right now. Naito or bust come January 4th, but someone else that we're very going to be very interested in what he's doing on January 4th, 
is both guys in our main event. So let's get into that, Jay News. Keep those comments coming in the live chat. Love interacting with all of you and hearing your thoughts on everything going down in New Japan Pro Wrestling. But let's talk about the main event of Destruction in Kobe for the IWGP United States slash United Kingdom Heavyweight Championship. Will Ospreay defending against Yoda Suji. And my lord, let's talk about this damn matchup because I love how this this was another Will Ospreay hit in 2023. A year full of Will Ospreay's hits as uh, these two guys, you know, started off slow. You had the standard filling out prospect uh, process. You had the graveling, you know, sequences, and then it escalated into more athletic stuff. You get Suji early on hitting a big tope to gain uh, the upper hand early. Then we get Osprey. He responds, chopping him to the outside and then hitting a plancha of his own. Then we get a brief exchange in the ring and Suji, uh, Puts Osprey down to the floor and then lands a huge Fosbury flop to regain the lead. But Osprey responds. He ate. He eats a brutal stomp from Suji before he responds with a stunner to keep himself in the match. Suji responds back. Was quick to answer with a big power bomb for a near near fall. Osprey resets the match. He cuts off a couple of Suji strikes. The chops they were given were like echoing throughout the arena. The crowd just kept getting louder as well. So he created a great atmosphere when the when it got more intense and a lot more fast paced throughout this matchup. They started trading strikes with Osprey. One, the pair then worked uh, their way to the apron where Osprey went for the os cutter, but Suji was able to reverse. He attempts a stomp like he did uh, in one of the multi man elimination matches, but Osprey is able to move and opens the door. He hits a big os cutter off the top rope to the floor. Never seen him do that before in in a long time we get back into the ring osprey hits a long distance drop kick but he gets stuffed on the follow-up then we get suji drops osprey with a fantastic looking stomp he then uh pulls osprey to the top rope but we get a type rope act where these two guys basically <laughs> change positions and osprey hits the spanish fly on suji but he's able to kick out Osprey then hits a big power bomb and then the Oscutter, but Suji's able to kick out of that. We get the craziest reversal of the matchup where Yo. Osprey goes for the Stormbreaker, but Suji's able to reverse out of that into a goddamn stunner and then immediately <laughs> follows up with the Gene Blaster Spear, where he totally takes Osprey from the center ring all the way to the ropes with the spear. Yep. But Osprey's able to get his foot on the rope at the last possible second. Suji goes for another uh, foot stomp. And then he goes for the Stormbreaker and hits it. And Osprey's able to kick out of that. Suji tries for another spear, but he's not silly as Osprey hits the hidden blade. Then Osprey hits his own Gene Blaster. He then hits the Storm Driver 93, but Suji's able to kick out of that. Suji gets up as Osprey's measuring him for the hidden blade. And Suji just gets up, stands up tall, and just tells him, like, Bring it on, motherfucker. <laughs> he just said, like, he just stands up, like, I'll take whatever you got. I'm gonna, you can hit me with it. Osprey hits him with another hidden blade, picks him up. Stormbreaker, one, two, three. This match, absolutely sensational. 27 minutes, 
51 seconds, Will Ospreay retains the IWGP United Kingdom Heavyweight Championship in an absolutely amazing main event matchup that showed why Yoda Suji has arrived. He is on the precipice of gold. Like he is like one match, one move away from winning championship gold. And he showed why in this matchup, this matchup was absolutely fantastic. And then the post-match was excellent as well as Will Ospreay gets on the mic and then Zack Sabre Jr. walks out to interrupt and he officially challenges Ospreay for the IWGP United Kingdom Heavyweight Championship at Royal Quest at the Copper Vot, at the, I think, yeah, Copper Vot. Yes, Copper Vot. Royal Quest on October 14th. Will Ospreay accepts. And they cut this entire promo in Japanese to English-speaking British men. <laughs> cut an entire promo in Japanese. Zack Sabre Jr.'s Japanese is um, is tremendous at this point. He's been there so long. He's been there for three years straight ever since the pandemic went down. So he had to learn something. But my oh my, I was quite impressed by that promo exchange and quite impressed with Will Ospreay keeping up with him in the promo exchange in Japanese as well. Uh, we get a quick exchange between the two guys after they shake hands with Ospreay trying to hit the hidden blade. Uh, ZSJ tries to for the Zack driver and then they avoid each other's attack and walk off. And then Ospreay cuts a show closing promo saying that he's the best in the world and that the summer of Osprey is over Omega, Okada, Shingo Takagi, Chris Jericho, Naramishi Marafuji, and now Yoda Suji, all victims of the summer of Osprey. My rating for this match, four and three quarter stars, a near perfect matchup. Love this. Yoda Suji's best match of his career so far. Mm -hmm. J News, what did you think? It's interesting, man. It's interesting to see the the light that New Japan is putting on Yoda Suji, the big Suji. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, this was a terrific match. Um, Will Ospreay is the best in the world right now. There is no disputing it. Um, I can care less from what time to what time. The one A one B one A one B. Will Ospreay, Brian Danielson. Sure, one sure. A, one B. I'll never, I'll never disrespect Brian Danielson. They both I'll put never... on four and three quarter stars on Saturday <laughs> night because Brian Danielson done had the one of the best sequels to a strap match I've seen with Ricky can, Starks on can, Collision. Can we talk about Ricky Starks? Can we talk about what that young man is doing? For God's sakes, and and, and, and also, also Will Ospreay and, and Brian Danielson both had four and three quarter star matches, and both had matches where the guys that lost came out bigger stars. Exactly. And to, and to close the point I was just about to make, AEW, you will make a tremendous mistake if you do not back up that Brinks truck to re-sign Ricky Starks in 2024. I can care less what the fuck you guys have to say about that shit. That's that. Anyways, back to this match. <laughs> back to this match. The Big Stooge has arrived. The Gene Blast is now concrete. It is his time to shine. I've never seen a guy come back from a scourge like this and dominate outside of Okada doing what Okada did. In this manner, with this physicality, with this much 
can you tell if he's a good guy or a bad guy type of deal? Because he's laughing the whole time. He's getting hit in the face. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 dope, man. The thing I, when I was watching the match last night, I was saying to myself, "Yo, hit him as hard as you hit Gabe Kidd in them damn matches in the face. God damn it! Don't be t- don't be giving them those those, those light ass blows. Will can take it. Will can take it. So that's the only thing I would have to ever even criticize about Suji. Uh, outside of that, um. Dude, that Fosberry flop he did was so close. I thought, oh man, he's gonna hurt himself. He didn't get the he didn't get the jumping time part. I was yeah. like, no, no. Like, but he got it off, thankfully. I was like, oh shit, man. That 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 was a freaking sigh of relief that I had during that particular moment in time during that match. Um, his execution of the Stormbreaker was flawless. Flawless. <laughs> when you had Naramichi Marafuji <laughs> did not execute it well last week. And now and I, and I like that match better because of the atmosphere from yeah, Kurgan yeah. Hall. I gave that match five stars, but Suji definitely he won the Stormbreaker test. He did yeah. that better than almost anyone not named Will Osprey. <laughs> for sure, man. For sure. Uh Will Osprey still out here trying to kill people. Uh, with his Tiger Driver 91. Uh, even though I say this, Will did it in a safer way. He elevated Suji a little bit higher. He landed on his shoulders. So that was that was all great at the end of the day. But man, Suji, brother, brother, to the top of the, to the moon, brother, to the moon, to the moon with Yoda Suji uh, at the end of the day. Um, they, yo, you, like as I said this months ago, New Japan is in great hands going into the future. They're in great hands um they don't lack anything they just have to book these guys right and put them in the right positions that's all they have to do um don't drop the ball man because Gato can drop the ball we all know he can drop the ball he he has the right pieces just don't drop the ball brother just don't drop the ball is all i'm saying um on to will osprey look man at the end of the day the dude right now to me he can't do anything wrong I care less if he's part of the of the of the Don Callis family, that Cyrus the virus family. I don't, I don't care. I can care less. He doesn't need him. Um, damn man, I, this is peak professional wrestling for me. Like what what he's doing right now, um, and he does and 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 he does nearly no character work, right? It, he just does everything in the ring. Um, but give him the time to do character work. I'm sure he'll do great. To be oh, quite yeah. honest, because because he's a he's a really creative dude. Um, but yeah, man, it's just it's second to none right now. I can care less what anybody in any other promotion wants to say. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody tangling with Will Ospreay right now. Um, you know, it's and and to see to to I, I think they they said that Royal Quest is gonna is gonna stream live on the Rev, Rev Pro, Pro on demand channel uh, yeah. when they're streaming live, and then it'll go on to um New Japan uh, maybe Absolutely. maybe later on in the day or something like that or whatever. But who knows? Probably like um, a week later. Yeah, probably right. That's what they did. That they they last. I think last year was like over, last year was like month. two, three weeks, like a month. Yeah, almost yeah. a month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So hopefully, hopefully they do it faster this this time around. Um, but I definitely will not be missing Royal Quest this year. I missed it last year. Um, so definitely uh, uh keeping in tap with that. ZSJ, Will Ospreay. That's gonna be a banger. 
That, that, that without question. <laughs> well, Osprey's month of October is ridiculous right now. Next, you got him teaming up with Sammy Guevara and Kanosuke mm-hmm. Takeshita to versus Kenny Omega, Kota Ibushi, and Chris Jericho. He's really the glue of that match because he has so much history with the babyface side of the team. Then you yeah. got then you got him versus Speedball Mike Bailey at Bound for Glory at the mm-hmm. end of October, and then in between that, you got the Zack Saber Jr. match at Royal Quest. I think um, this whole the notion of Sammy Guevara having to uh, apologize to Will is an interesting one, right? Yes. Um, and all I hope we get. Up, I hope we get Sammy versus Will. That would be amazing. It, it, it's interesting, right? Because it, you, obviously everybody has their own, the the right to their own opinion and things of that nature. I've just never been a big fan of Sammy Guevara. I've always felt that he was sloppy in the ring, and he still can't get over on the mic. So he still needs a lot of, to me, he still needs a lot of work in that particular department. Um, if anyone can get that kid over at this point, it's gotta, ha- it's going to have to be Will. It's going to have to be Will. Um, well, Don Gell is doing a good job because he got booed the hell out of Grand Slam. That's, that's, more for, that's more for Don than it is for Sammy at the end no, of the but day. Th- Sammy, got, <laughs> Sammy got booed for the heel turn. Did when the, the crowd was not it was not into the matchup at the beginning, and then they gradually right. got into the matchup because Sammy performed the hell out of that matchup. I no one can can tell me otherwise that Sammy Guevara wasn't great during that matchup. He was the great part about that match. And then the, when they when they hugged and he did the low blow, he got heat for it. It was like Chris Jericho was actually a love babyface, and I'm like, this dude tried to join the tried to join the dark side like a few months ago and y'all cheer y'all booing sammy like he just betrayed your beloved baby face i mean at the end of the day if this if if the if him being part of the don Callis family is going to get him over then 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 kudos to him and, and hopefully it, it it happens for him but i for 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 me right now it's still it his character is not working for whatever reason it just ain't hidden uh so let, let's see what happens um if he doesn't apologize to will I'm sure there will be uh, a, I'll call it now, a concussion coming his way. Jesus. <laughs> uh, the hidden blade will come out of nowhere and Sammy Kavar will not see it coming. <laughs> so, you know, uh, we'll, 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 we'll see it in that end. Um, I don't know how Will finishes the year. I have no idea. I'm just, I'm looking forward to any and everything that he's doing. Um, so hopefully it's, it's going to be great regardless, but uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes down. Um, I would have loved that. I mean, I, I don't know if it happened already because I, I forget so many matches. I would have loved to have seen a match versus Will and Takeshita because you know Take Soup yeah. does the damn thing <laughs> at the end of the day. So yeah, man, it's uh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just a big ass fan of Will Ospreay right now. Um, I can care less what Seth Rollins has to say. <laughs> like, he ain't got he ain't got a dog in the race right now. <laughs> the fact that Seth Rollins was number one was just like, yo, dude. Like for all intensive purposes, if we're doing from June to June. Fuck man, Roman? What Roman, the Roman's the like, Roman's the obvious number one. Yeah, like and you what would are we go, talking about? Then you would go Moxley number two and then yeah. Seth number three. You you could it's you that. could you could you could you could sell me on Seth Raw. No, because he won the US title, he won the world heavyweight champion. Like I said, you have to also we're not just accounting what they do in the ring, we're accounting yeah, their sure. kayfabe accomplishment, where mm-hmm. they are in their in their company and the company in general. We're also putting that into play. That's why guys who are in AEW or WWE are more than likely gonna be number one except for you know there's few years i think what 2017 and 2018 mm-hmm. they did back-to-back okada and omega 
So yeah. there are years that they will give, you know, New Japan a bone, but more than likely it's going to be AEW or WWE at the top of the list. So, like, it's clearly Roman over Seth from yeah, June to And, and yeah, exactly, man. And, and for what Cody's done, it's like, okay, I could have taken Cody it being where he's at in the card and everything that he's been doing and stuff like that or whatever. So it's like, all right, you know, that 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 is what that is. But for all intents and purposes, destruction ended with a banger of a match. Match of the year contender, like Sonal said. Um, you know, to me, still, I don't understand the why will with Don, but it is what it is. That they're just booking it that way. They're basically, um, they're basically friends out of convenience. Convenience, right? Yeah, it's a, it's it's a friendship out of convenience. It's family out of convenience because Don Callis was the key to Will beating Kenny Omega. Will can't beat Kenny Omega without Don Callis. Just saying. Um, but yes, <laughs> let's put our thumbs in the middle for Destruction in Kobe 2023. Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. Let us know in the live chat what you thought. Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. Out of 10, what did you give the show? Match of the night, MVP and LVP for me and Jay News. Three, two, one. Thumbs up across the board from me and Jay News. Jay News, out of 10, what did you give the show? It's too much filler at the beginning of the show, to be honest. Um, so I give it a solid seven. Seven out of 10. Um Match of the night for me was the main event. Uh, Will Ospreay versus Yoda Suji. Uh, MVP, uh, the big Suge. <laughs> because at the end of the day, I had I had no idea that was going to happen. So I, I, I got to give Suji the MVP there in, in that regard. Will can't win MVP every time. <laughs> so <laughs> give it to Suji there. Um, yeah, we'll have. I'll, I'll I'll come back to the LVP side of things. But uh, what, about, what about you? I, I love you. I just I, I love that. I just asked you out of ten what you give the show, and you try to give me everything seven. except for the one that you can't That's figure out. No, That's but you. But we literally break it down. I you give your score. I'll give my score. I MVP. Forgot. I'm sorry. MVP. It's been it's been a month. You've been I've been gone, gone too long, long sir. Been too long. <laughs> for me, I'm gonna give the show seven and a half out of ten. Uh, really, the, the score is uh boosted up by the main event and and also that the Shingo. Excuse me, I got the hiccup. Shingo and uh Great Ocon matchup, which I thought exceeded expectations a lot. Plus, I love the tag the tag team title matchup and Naito versus Cobb. Uh, MVP for me, I agree with you. I'm gonna go with Yoda Suji. Just a coming out party. I feel like maybe maybe you could say. Dominion was the arrival, and then this was like a coming out party for him, where he really proved why he's going to be a main event, a main event for New Japan for like years to come, next for the next decade probably. And then LVP for me, gonna be Uncle Nobu, Uncle Damn. Nobu for crossing over <laughs> to the dark side. <laughs> what oh, about you? Man. Um, mm, wow. Uncle Nobu, man. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't say, you know what? For the sake of Sanal, I'm going to go with Uncle Nobu as well. He broke all of our hearts. He did something. Think about Sanal. Exactly. Think about Sanal, Uncle Nobu. At the end of the day, it's just, why? Why? I even, even here while I was watching it, I was seeing it on my TV. I said, why, Nobu? Why would you do such a thing? Why? So, you know, I just, I didn't, I didn't. I don't know. I don't know what to say, man. I don't know what to say. Sad day. Sad day mm -hmm. seeing what Uncle 
Uncle Nobu did to us. John Jay makes a good point. If uh, Will goes to AEW permanently next year, he instantly becomes a huge baby face the minute he turns on the Don Callis sure. family. That is true. That is true. It's, it's basically what I've been saying about the Rhea and Dom relationship, that Rhea is going to be, become the big uh, baby face female when she turns on Dom. So, <laughs> you know, I'm going to leave that alone right now. <laughs> I'm going to leave that alone right now because there's so much going on there. And the, the, the dynamics, just, 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 they just bear for so many things to happen. I'm going to leave that alone right now. Whoa, what? Dom is simping. Dom is simping. What's, what's wrong with that? Is he? Is Dom simping? Mm, mm, he's sipping mm, on mm. that. He's sipping on that, that Rhea pack. Uh, we got <laughs> John Jake giving the show a thumbs up. We got Safet saying Ali should try New Japan Pro Wrestling. I 100% said, like, he's the number one name out of the recent uh, release releases that I'm like, uh, I don't want to see him signed to a company. I want to yeah. see him kind of bounce around. And one of the places mm -hmm. I want to see him bounce around to is New Japan to be in the best of Super Juniors. Same, same here, same here. I think that he is a, a tremendous... Uh, in ring competitor and what he's what he's going to be able to do in in a tournament like the best of super juniors is just put himself on the map so definitely agree with that safet um you know I, 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 to touch on that real quick um obviously you feel bad for anybody losing their jobs and getting released and stuff like that or whatever um <sighs> matt riddle brother um that matt riddle thing is a uh, not to say i didn't see it coming you know what i'm saying not to say i didn't see it coming um what the, the what got put out there in the media about him burning uh, a lot of bridges at WWE? That's that's just no joke, man. You can't be burning bridges over there. Um, he's a tremendous freaking in ring dude. Uh, his gimmick works. It's not like it doesn't work. Um, it's just that he gets in his own way, to be honest. Um, and I'm not sure he'll end up at Impact or AEW because of that. To be honest, so it mind yeah. you, he was doing great on the indies before he got to the WWE. But it's mind like, you, Tony Khan has has gone on of his way to say that back in 2018, when he was thinking of creating AEW, one of the names on the independent scene he wanted to be a part of that was Matt Riddle. I know, I know, but uh, with the way he's he's acted in the last four or five years with the WWE, I'm not. I think it's best for Tony Khan to steer clear for right now, at yeah. least, right? Um, you just got over the CM Punk thing. Don't. Yeah, yeah. Don't exactly. give yourself you another backstage headache. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. I, I think Ali is like the number one person I would want to see over in New Japan. Uh, we also got here saying John Jay saying he also had a bad relationship with Dana Wright, which probably didn't do go in his favor. I I still <laughs> think I still I I agree with what Alex McCarthy said on True Hill Heat this past weekend. I don't think we've seen the last Matt Riddle WWE. Yeah, I, me neither. I, they're gonna they're gonna give this some time to blow over. I think he'll be back um, within within a given time frame, especially if Randy's coming back. Um, so I know Randy's gonna go to bat for him. He's really he really loved working with Matt Riddle. So you know uh, we'll see we'll see how long it takes for for all that to be uh, water under the bridge. But for right now, he's 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 persona non grata. <laughs> so it's um, for, that unfortunately for him, but. That, that's going to bring us to a close on the Destruction in Kobe review. J News, thank you for joining me. Coming back to the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. Let the people know where they can follow you on social media and when they will see you next time, sir. 
Uh, you can always follow me on the Instagram, underscore J-O-N-J-Y. You can catch me uh, next time right here on the True Heel Heat uh, YouTube channel for the Destruction in Real Goku uh, review and or preview. Uh, the, the, yeah, you'll probably do both. So we'll, we'll do that. Uh, I'll be on the Workhorse Wrestling Network tomorrow night. Uh, we are doing Name That Superstar <laughs> tomorrow night. It's at 30. Uh, so uh, that'll be a fun time. So you can always catch me there. And uh, I'm doing a little revamp on my movie, on my movie, on my movie podcast. Uh, I should be at back up and running in October. Uh, so you know, doing some work with a graphic designer and probably having a, a freaking audio engineer work on my audio shit for, with me as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going all out, folks. Uh, I'm investing in myself and uh, I will never leave the True Heel Heat family. Don't worry about that. Uh, so I'm just trying to do things differently and make money my own way <laughs> and uh, not have to make somebody else rich instead of not making myself rich. So uh, believe in that, man. Uh, taking, taking a lot of uh, inspiration and motivation from primetime Deion Sanders. If you know what I'm saying, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, this, guy, but, uh, this guy over here. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on the Twitter machine at True Hill SP3. Three, you can follow the gang, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at True Hill Heat. Go over and subscribe to the True Hill Heat Sports YouTube cha channel where we got our football content over there. We'll have some baseball content as well as some basketball content. And check out uh, twitch.tv forward slash True Hill Heat Gaming. We'll have some content over there this this week. I believe uh, Blunt Impact will be returning on Thursday. Plus, we'll have some previews where we will be streaming <laughs> Over there, this hiccups is killing me. Patreon.com forward slash True Hill Heat. There's three dollars a month prediction championship. Final week is this week, so go over and check it out. And you could join us for season six and check out all the great content we got on this channel right now, like True Hill Heat 244 from this past weekend. Weekend with the True Draw Josh, Alex McCarthy, and Sat Eating Yangi joining me to talk about this week in wrestling. Check out Collision Discourse from yesterday with myself and just JJ reviewing AE, AEW Collision. And I need to end the stream right here before I hiccup all of your ears off. For J News, for Sanal, it is me, it is me, your true old phenom, SP3. This has been our NJPW Destruction in Kobe 2023 review. We are signing off until next time.